You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we once again bring you a Nip Tuck episode recapping Nip Tuck. Funnily enough, we are now into the 12th episode of a season four, and uh, we are definitely moving through these quickly. This episode, of course, is called Diana Lobey. It's French. Uh, this episode first aired all the way back on the day that, of course, was November 21st, 2006. It was written by Sean Jabianowski. It was directed by Charles Hayde, who I mentioned a few weeks ago. You're going to be seeing him next week as an actor, not just as a director. So I'm looking forward to talking about him a little bit more when we get to that. But we're not here talking about that. We're here talking about Diana LeBay. It's French. Uh, my name is Ben. And Jesus, you'd think we were gay. <laughs> and I'm Nick, and uh, I get more ass than anyone in South Florida. Oh, good for you. Glad. Um, Dana Lube, Nick, uh, is it Nick Chister? Because it's French. Uh, I don't know how you would say it. It's just how in Kiwi would say Nick Chister. Um, what, <laughs> yeah. what do you think of this episode? Um, yeah, I, I think it's a fun one. I've, um, just going along with what we've been talking about in season four, it's just another one of, of good quality. Um, I did make a joke a couple of episodes ago that we seem to have this like really long run of episodes that had, you know, a name of somebody for the title that we already knew. Um, and this is the first one in a while that that's not the case. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting a new character. Well, I've met them already, but, um, you know, that, uh, somebody who's new and fresh and, and that's good. I'm looking forward to that. It has been a while. You are right. We'd have to go back, what, to uh, well, Dawn Budge, really, wouldn't we? We didn't know Dawn at the time. So uh, yeah, right. we knew Faith, we knew Bert, we knew Connor, we knew Liz, we knew Meryl, we knew Connor. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a streak there. So um, the glory days of uh, Rosie O'Donnell, of course, are, are long gone, but uh, we'll get her back again. Don't worry about that. But um, we straight away meet our lovely Dana Lubay. Uh, lighting up a smoke uh, in, in the room. Why not? Uh, and basically, she wants to get uh, Victor, the love of her life, put in her boobs. Um, that may sound creepy if you have no idea what we're talking about. He's dead. Um, and the ashes in her breasts. Now, again, we know that uh, Nip Tuck is generally based on real-life things, and I'm pretty sure I did hear about this once or twice in history. I don't know. I don't know if you've done your research on this, Nick. But, uh, I mean, how do you feel about something? Is it romantic? Is it creepy? I mean, what do you feel? Um, you know, I've, this this has got to have happened at some point. There's, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, but, yeah, I think what's quite interesting about this is... Um, you know, as a doctor, are you allowed to kind of put, well, like a, I guess that um, breast implants are a foreign body, but it's like a foreign body within a foreign body, if you know what I mean. It's it's a strange thing to be doing. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I suppose from a certain perspective, I, I, I certainly don't find it creepy or weird. I've got to, I've got to be honest. I, I think it's not something most people would do, but um, do I find it kind of romantic? Yeah, potentially. It's... Um, it's a different way of looking at things. And, you know, these days you can get your ashes turned diamonds or, you know, whatever. Like, you can do all sorts of weird things with people's ashes these days. So it's no more outlandish than a lot of other things that people are doing. I don't know about your uh, weekends, Nick. I'm quite used to putting uh, my foreign body in another foreign body. But, um, <laughs> sorry. I don't want to know. Had to, had to say it. Um, 
consensually, of course, people. Um, just, why do I have to clarify that? It's 2018. I feel like there needs to be a clarification point. Like, oh, what are you implying? And I'm like, wait, no, don't worry. There's consent there. Um, so we, and I mean, we kind of get a line like that, don't we? When she says no bigger pleasure when he was alive than he was in me. So why not when I'm dead? It's a weirdly romantic line. If you are, if you ask me. Um, so we then have Christian making out with Michelle. Cause of course we know that Bert's dead. So Michelle can basically go to town. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is, this is feels like a, um, quite a sudden kind of transition, doesn't it? Is that, you know, these guys were hiding her and now, now Bert's had a messy and horrible death. And oh, well, that's good. We can now hook up at work. It's like, it's quite weird, eh? Like, it's just, it's a strange kind of, yeah, I don't know. I, I just find it quite a sudden departure from where we were. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice to see Christian happy, I suppose. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a quick transition. I mean, uh, you know, like if you, if you're binge watching the show and a couple of weeks ago, oh no, he's dying. Oh, she's off to bury his ashes. And all of a sudden, oh, let's, let's do it in the, the makeout, the freaking lunchroom. So they call it the makeout room. But, uh, I'm sure Christian's got one of them somewhere. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, and then we kind of get Sean being a bit of a dick to Michelle. What does he say? Like, oh, so interesting when the hooker becomes a pimp. <laughs> like, wow. Um, so, basically, they're going to refuse the surgery. Uh, Sean wants to do it, but uh, everyone else doesn't want to do it. Christian says to Sean, you need to see someone. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. We get this kind of role reversal because, you know, obviously it was always Christian who was quite keen on doing this stuff, but um, because... Sean happens to be the one who's in pain at the moment. Um, you know, the, the, he feels differently than, than Christian. So we've got this role reversal, which uh, I think is always quite fun when we, you know, when these two main characters act in the opposite way from what you expect them to. Um, I, I think that's fun when they do that. Yeah, I agree. Because I like it in the sort of the, the, the consultancy room when Sean's basically just like, oh, yeah, he's like saying he's okay. But then the way Christian sort of turns to him and says, you're okay with this? Um, so, cause yeah, as you said, like usually it's going to be Sean going against it. Um, we fought back in Christian's apartment. They've basically bought every single candle in Southeast Florida, I think, um, while they're having their romantic dinner. Like Jesus Christ, that is the fire hazard, fire hazard if I've ever seen one. Um, but it's romantic, so it's okay. Um, so we kind of get this, uh, nice little moment. Christian proposes to Michelle. Now, if I'm counting this correctly, we're now up to three proposals by Christian. <laughs> uh, twice to Kimber, now once to Michelle. So this is, uh, the yeah. ladies man of Southeast Florida, remember everybody. And now he's off, uh, his third possible engagement. So good job for Christian, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, I think he's done well. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like I just said, I, you know, I literally just said that this feels that you know the two of them groping in the office feels um, kind of a little bit out of place. But um, this this strangely doesn't. It kind of just feels like the right thing for this. The way the story is going to go. Um, you know, Michelle might as well be topless on the scene because her boobs are hanging out so much. Um, <laughs> just, just just saying. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's a nice scene. I, I hope she doesn't have implants because of the amount of candles in there. Shit's melting. Like, there's just that many goddamn candles going in that room. Um, but, like, I like I get the romantic side of putting an engagement ring in a glass and, like, oh, is there something in your, your glass? But, like, what happens if, like, Christian sits down and she's, like, fucking thirsty? She's like, oh, crap, give me yeah, a drink. Like go, go, go. Long <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, a you know, a $10,000 ring. 
Um, like, holy actually, shit. Actually, that, that's actually a storyline I could see happening on Nip Tuck is like somebody basically, you know, chug, chugs a wine glass that's got <laughs> an engagement ring in it and like chokes and, you know, Christian has to like give them the Heimlich maneuver to kind of like throw the yeah like you can totally see that happening on the show can't you yeah yeah absolutely uh but Michelle doesn't really say no she doesn't say yes either uh she basically says well we need to live together first and a new place uh you know all the girls on that bed and I just love the how like quickly she's just like we'll ring up and we'll put the place on the market or something like that. it's like bitch you just got proposed to like now you're making them sell his house like Jesus Christ she gets a lot of money no doubt in the settlement right, as we kind of hear a few times in this episode. Now, I'm, I've seen Bert's house. It's a bloody nice house. I'm, I know Christian's been there. Like, wouldn't you want to live in Michelle's giant mansion? Like, I know Christian's house is kind of cool, but surely you can get the custom-made shower built in the 38-room mansion that's, you know, on Miami <laughs> Beach. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, maybe she just has bad memories of um, basically killing her husband in there. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Sure, meanwhile, uh, it's with Faith. Brooke Shields is back. Yay. Um, and then we kind of get like this creepy, you know, Faith moments of like, oh, who recommended me? Oh, Nurse Linda. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, through Christian. Uh, and then obviously she's just, you know, there. She's the worst uh, psychiatrist or psychologist ever because she's just basically trying to like find out information about Christian. Um, yeah. so, you know, writes down Michelle angrily underlines it. Um, and, you know, basically saying like, oh, I think you were in the right, Sean. You should have, uh, you know, stood, stood up for yourself. You know, you should go and, uh, do the surgery if you want to. So, uh, you know, that's an interesting scene. I'll just lump in the scene here where we see James is back. Uh, we kind of get this great scene between James and Michelle. Uh, and I just love the way that she stands up to her. She slaps James. This is Michelle, of course. Uh, and then just basically like, oh, I've got all the names of all the people that you've victimized over the years, you know? So you try and take me down. I'll take you down at the same time. Like, I love the way she's like fully standing up to her now. Um, and just, just so good. Just, I just love Santa Lathan so much. Um, so, and Jacqueline Bassett, of course. But, um, yeah, I, I really actually quite like these two scenes. I like the, the sort of, I don't know how you would explain Brooke Shields' character, like these deeply in love, disturbed, you know, obsessive, you know, character, because she's actually got a real subtle way of doing it just in a mannerisms, Brooke Shields, because she doesn't really say a whole lot if you just watch her. It's just the reality. It's so yeah. believable that she's just that obsessed with Christian, just through basically a few looks and a couple of words every now and then. So, yeah, I just, I, I really appreciate these two scenes just because of the acting and just kind of how well they they, they are pulled off. Yeah. I mean, I, one of the things that I, um, if I'm going to ding this season at all, is that I think potentially the the whole um, Brooke Shields character is a bit underutilised. Like, I think she's really good in this role, and um, I, I just feel that maybe sometimes that, that the whole thing with Faith and Christian doesn't come off all that well, because we just haven't seen enough of it. Like, if it had been more of a storyline, we'd just seen her in a couple more episodes, it would have been a really compelling storyline. And, and you know, don't get me wrong, everything you've just said is correct. You know, she she plays it really well. It's a good character. It's believable. Um, but it just feels like it's a little bit light, and I just wish we'd had a little bit more of it, because she's a great actress, and, mm. you, you know, you want to see more of her. So, um, yeah, it's just a little bit of a shame that we don't get more of it, but um, it, it's a minor complaint, I'll, I'll say that much. I don't I completely agree with that. I think that kind of... There's so much potential for this to be a, a bigger thing, um, but it's just... I think you've got 
so much more going on in this season that really, you know, they, they just wouldn't have fitted in. But I'm glad they did. I mean, you could have taken this and put it into like season six or something like that and saved season six, you know, and expanded it a little bit more. But, um, you know, this is Brooke Shields last episode, obviously. So, um, you know, we're, we're not going to see her much anymore. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything that you said there. Um, we move on to the surgery decision, uh, surgery decision, surgery, uh, table. I like kind of, uh, you know, she wants to have one more cigarette on the table. Why not? Uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, and then, uh, Christian walks in and is like, you know, we said we're not doing this surgery. And I kind of like Sean, you know, 10 years we've made decisions together. It's the first time you've asked someone, you know, without medical experience to make that decision for you. Um, so yeah. And then obviously we get this sort of line where, you know, if I'm going to deal with your girlfriend's like, Oh, she's more than my girlfriend. We're getting married. Uh, and then we're back to the, uh, the therapy with Brooke Shields again. Uh, and basically telling her that they're getting married. And this is kind of just the manipulation that faith does is like, you know, about being gay, the whole Christian thing, you know, breaking everything. Like again, the worst psychiatrist there ever is because she's basically, you know, confidential, uh, you know, things kept in private in sessions and basically saying, oh, this is what Christian was talking about. Um, but I do, I do kind of like the way Sean kind of reacts and then the way she's just very manipulative. She kind of has a little bit of just the way Ava Moore does things and can manipulate people into believing what she wants. Um, so. Yeah, I, I just kind of, um, I like that. I might just quickly also lump in here. There's a few scenes here together, but, uh, the, the first bit of the, the Christian flashbacks, we've got the realtor, we get the return of Mike, Mario Lopez, who's apparently so close with his realtor that they know whose houses are up for sale by first name. Uh, when my realtor told me that Christian Troy's place is for sale, like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, who does that? Um, but we kind of get this interesting tour. Like, we learn out that amazing shower that, you know, I'm a fan of is custom made. Of course it is. Uh, but I just love these flashbacks we get. Like, I just love, obviously, we start off with Kimba, you know, because, you know, she's talking about that. Always a good looking, amazing, of course, uh, as always, is Kelly Carlson. Uh, then we obviously see Natasha for the first time in a while. Like, I just love that kind of throwback to her. Uh, and then we obviously, you know, get our beloved paper bag girl herself, uh, in Abby Mays. So, I just, I just really love this. And again, they could have gone even more with this. They could have brought back so many more people. But, um, I just, I just love this element of this episode. I just think it works so well and just kind of Christian second guessing this, you know, should I marry Michelle? You know, should I be having fun with all these women? And is it time for me to kind of settle down? So, um, yeah. And then obviously we find out that, um, it comes out with all appliances and Mario Lopez wants to buy it straight away. So there you go. Yeah, and I I just love that uh, he likes to wander around in a tracksuit as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like this guy's a, this guy's a plastic surgeon, but he looks like you know he just he just walked in from like the homeless store or something. It's a bit weird, but um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it, it is a really cool scene, and um, yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit in the last episode about how the show is quite self-referential. It doesn't forget where it's come from, um, and I don't know if that's a common thing. I think most shows don't do that a whole lot. You know, they you know they kind of will have a storyline and then they'll move on. And, you know, like this, this show quite often will come back to what you think were quite minor storylines, you know, we'll kind of come back and revisit them or a character that you'd kind of completely forgotten about because they were only in three episodes kind of comes back later on. Um, so unless somebody is kind of like completely dead, um, you know, never be surprised when they turn back up. And even if they are, they might come back in a flashback or somebody's, you know, drunken dream or something like that. So I do like that. It kind of, for me, it kind of deepens the world a little bit. And, yeah. 
yes, I, I do really enjoy it. And um, yeah, you're right, they could have brought back a whole ton of people, but I do like the ones they do bring back. They, you know, for me, that they all, uh, you know, for various reasons, they're quite significant ones, you know, like the whole Natasha thing, although it was quite a short storyline. It was kind of, you know, Christian being vulnerable for the first time in a very long time. And, um, you know, so that was quite an important one. And obviously, um, Abby Mays, you know, that was a reaction to, to him being left at the altar. So, you know, these are these are people that are quite you know important people um, in 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 his dating life. Um, so yeah, I think they made good choices for who they got. It was probably a little bit who they could get on contract or for you know True. for one episode, but I think I think it does work really well too. Yeah, no, I I definitely definitely agree, and we'll have some more of that soon. Uh, Mrs. LeBay is talking to to Sean. What's a name? You fall in love again. You know, nice little scene, and wouldn't be nip tuck without there being a massive. Pl- twist to a, a surgery storyline because it turns out that this isn't uh the the wife of the dead man it's uh the lover because the real wife comes in where are my husband's ashes and uh just i don't know just a nice little twist of this story uh i wonder if this side of this story has ever happened before <laughs> like you know but at the same time like surely there would have been done maybe a bit more research done into this i don't know like do you just automatically believe that this is a person's wife i mean surely there's got to be some legal checks or something here because it's involving a dead person yeah and how do you ensure that those are actually the the ashes in question and yeah they could be anything um yeah i mean i i don't i don't ding these guys too much um for that you know i think that you know there's only so much that they could potentially um check up on but you know i i do really like the storyline because Obviously, it, it's written from the perspective of um, of Diane, um, you know, like she, Diana. Sorry, um, you know, she's she's kind of the one that is the protagonist in this, and we're kind of told that the wife was actually a real bitch, and and you know, he hated her, and and but you know, he was a traditional, you know, old school type of guy and would never divorce her, but you know, he had this this um, mistress, and she was his true love. You know, so it depends on who you who you believe, but the way that they have the, the wife act the scene, it certainly kind of you know confirms that theory that you know she was actually a nasty piece of work and he would have preferred to have been with um yeah you know the the, the mistress um in death but you know get this whole thing you know she wants the ashes back and yeah we're, we're going to get into a, a fun little scene to follow on with that as well yeah yeah definitely uh we get a nice scene here with christian and and sean uh and kind of sean's basically trying to out christian uh, you know, it was always, I thought it was always about Julia, but it was just jealousy. You know, I know you have feelings for me, you know, and I do like Sean's reaction though, when he's like, you know, we're best, we're, you know, we're best friends, we're brothers, you know, I love you, but just not like that. Um, but then what does, what does Christian say about like, oh, have the way I walk, you know, I know if I don't wax my eyebrows, I'm ugly. Uh, like, who told you this bullshit? It's annoying, it's, you know, whatever. Um, but then I just kind of love the next scene when we go into face office. He's Christian wearing a pink shirt. But like, as we've always said, looking absolutely incredible in a pink shirt and his jacket. Uh, I'm not trying to say that people who wear pink shirt are of a certain persuasion, but I'm just saying, like, it's just the way he kind of walks in there. Um, but I just, I love, I love the way this scene kind of plays out and, you know, telling lies and just this manipulative side of faith. And then this ultimately leads to Sean coming in and, Basically, uh, you know, it all leads up to Sean seeing this tattoo that uh, Faith has got. We saw the last time of her. She's gotten the property of Christian Troy to see that she's a little bit cray-cray. So, um, I don't know. I just kind of like the lead-up that we kind of get into this, uh, you know, quick little moment. Yeah, no, I, I think it's really good. Um, you know, this is kind of, I guess, the, the kind of resolution of, of the story. Um, but, yeah, I, I do love the little touch that... Um, you know, he's wearing the pink shirt. I think that is quite a nice little touch on the story. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what you can really say about this. It's kind of just the resolution of this character, and um, it's pretty much exactly what you expect. There's there's no fish hooks here. There's nothing to surprise you. It pretty much is what you were expecting, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so from there, we have James back. Uh, and I like the line from Christian. I thought I smelt brimstone. Why don't you get back on your broomstick? <laughs> um, but she's got a ginormous bruise and her face has been smashed in. Um, and, you know, we're obviously led to believe that she's been a victim. What is that? The pimp. Didn't know the pimp had a pimp. And uh, Christian, being the ever-caring soul that he is, uh, obviously uh, will fix her up because um, she's sort of, please, I have no one. Um and then we kind of get a quick shot back to Christian back home. He's getting his special sent up to his room from Gustav. And there's old Michelle uh, wanting to be a weird fantasy of the last person that ever screwed on the bed. Whatever floats your boat, but okay. Um, and then obviously Christian says to Michelle about the fact that she he fixed up the vampire. This leads to a fight. And then we have another flashback here involving uh, Abby, Natasha and Kimba all on the bed. Christian admits he sucks. And then at least we'll fight. Michelle storms out. And uh, I just kind of like the fact that, you know, this is just that internal side of Christian where he's just basically self-destructing himself because he's just, you know, assuming that this is what's going to happen. I mean, I think we've all got that part of ourselves that we, you know, get into a situation where things haven't exactly happened good beforehand and you always feel that the past is going to repeat itself. So I just kind of like the way that this happens with uh, Christian, the way he's, you know, sort of doing this. Um, and yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I, again, I like this scene. I like this episode. What I, what negative things can I say about it? Not really a whole lot. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, I think it's all played really well. It's, um, yeah. And, and you know, the more I think about it, the more I think, you know, the kind of choice of these, these three that they have, uh, a, a really good representation of kind of, you know, Christian's love life as it has been up until this point. And, you know, this is quite a, um, a pivotal moment for him where he can either, become this kind of settled down guy or you know can slide back into something else and we're obviously going to get the resolution of this story in a couple of episodes and um you know i'm really looking forward to talking about the ending of of, of this particular storyline um when we get there but yeah I, I think for the time being i think we are playing this really well and you know i'm never the one that kind of likes dream sequences or this kind of thing but i i think in this instance it does work it works well mm-hmm. i completely agree uh, we get the really creepy sort of music scene here with the K Sarah Sarah being played as, uh, Michelle sort of walks through McNamara Troy at night. And obviously this whole situation, uh, with Michelle, uh, sorry, with James has been a ruse. She's essentially hurt herself deliberately so she can use the surgery. It's quite clever, really. Um, and here yeah. she is, uh, with a random sort of model who's just, hacking up a guy, uh, and then basically James is uh, asking for Michelle to help. So, um, yeah, very clever and very sadistic. That's why I love James's character so much, just the way this is. Like, I love characters who kind of do things like that to get their own way. Um, and then it kind of leads us into this really fun sort of very nip-tuck scene of, uh, you know, the, the, the really over-the-top lawyer all signed all the the legal proceedings to get the ashes sucked back out and you know i've cleaned them all i've cleaned them all here they are back and she basically just like oh the stupid bastard i'm gonna bury him down the toilet which ends up being a sink um but um you know your fish food uh you're now going to be nowhere near that bitch's tits um so yeah i kind of like that and that obviously leads to the nice little scene of it though where um you know mrs lebay has been smoking sean catches her but at the end of the day, he had, didn't really put the uh, boobs, uh, the boobs, the ashes back in the, the container. 
he kept them separately to give them back to Miss Lou Bay, which is, you know, quite a, quite a nice little, uh, little moment, I think. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like those, those two scenes, or those three scenes, really, that kind of, uh, all connect there. Yeah, no, totally correct there. Um, I, th- I think it's, um, it's a really good way to end this episode. Well, not in in this particular part of the the story. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, you know, we're kind of predisposed to to be on the side of of Diana here, and um, yeah, I, I think it's it's really good. I mean, I always like when Sean's kind of fighting for the for the little guys. I, I do really like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is this is yeah, it's kind of that classic Sean. You can't not like him in this moment. Um, yeah, he's just he's just being nice guy Sean, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely agree. And then we kind of get nice guy Sean again with Michelle, uh, with his awkward dad joke as he walks in out damn spot. Sorry, was a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Nice little moment with Michelle, you know, when he says that line, I've seen him with hundreds of women and I've never seen him fall for as any as fast as, you know, as deeply as you. And the line when he's like, Christian and I are brothers, you know, that makes us family. Um, and it's just, yeah, just a nice little scene with them. Um, and kind of get a weird sort of fade out, seeing a bit more of blood on the, uh, the lamp on the other side where she's cleaning. Um, and then <laughs> fun scene of them moving out of Christian's apartment. So obviously no doubt Michelle and Christian have, uh, made up, uh, possibly probably a deleted scene in there somewhere. Maybe I'm not too sure, but they're moving out of the apartment. The house has been sold. Mario Lopez is going to be living in Christian's apartment, no doubt. Um, and are we going to get the nice little line of, uh, them trying to work out who gets custody of the cock? Which is nice. Um, why not? We always need a good custody of cock scene. Uh, and then we had a really nice Christian and Sean moment though, just of them kind of, you know, bonding and Christian sort of thanking him for helping him out. And, you know, just an, one of these really nice little scenes between these two, which, you know, we generally get every few episodes, but it always helps solidify the relationship that we know and love on the show with them. Um, and then just obviously as everyone goes to leave, Christian's like, Oh, I want a few more moments in here. And, um, we see all the women. We see that, uh, Abby, Natasha, and, uh, Kimber have been joined by some other just random extras. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously Christian ends up with goodbye ladies. It's been swell. And then boom, he leaves, closes the door, and we kind of hear lots of, uh, little whispers and laughs and, oh, Christian's at the end. And then that's the end of the episode. But, uh, yeah, effective way of ending. And I love that music that kind of plays in the background too, as it kind of like pans around the room with all these women. Yeah, no, it is good. I, I, this is the moment where it would have been quite cool to see a few more familiar faces, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's a very, very minor complaint. I think it's, yeah, again, it's kind of like a real marking moment for him, really, where, you know, he's making the decision to kind of, to, to move past this point in his life and, and, you know, it potentially has quite big implications for, for this show because this is the, this is the Christian we know and love and is that, is that guy about to, to kind of die in a sense. So yeah, I think it's, it, it's well done. Um, but there are lots of ways you could have done this. It could have been a lot more emotional and, and, you know, it could have been a bit, you know, to the point where it would get a bit melodramatic and silly. But I think it, it's, it's handled in a very kind of, good way where it, it, it feels like it's just the right amount of kind of soppiness for for a moment like this yeah and it also kind of we mentioned last week about you know that being sort of a turning point moving forward this is just another little subtle one selling the apartment you know i mean it's it's moving forward we know that there's going to be la involved and things like that so this really is the end of christian's apartment uh as we know it so um yeah i mean it's it's a nice little way to end it uh and obviously moving forward transitioning into what we're going to see moving into the future of nip tuck so um 
nice little way to close it out and close out kind of this chapter, I guess, of uh, everything that's happened in his Miami apartment and everything moving forward. Uh, but speaking of moving forward, we've got to rate this episode. As always, it's buy it, bin it, rent it. Uh, what, are, what are we doing with this one, Nicholas? Well, I mean, it's one of those those interesting ones where it, it doesn't kind of jump out and grab me as this amazing episode, but it's also, um, as I think you might have said, there's kind of nothing you don't like in this episode. And um, I think there's some strong performances, both from our, our standard characters and also our, our kind of guest characters for this episode. So um, it's not one I'm wild about, but it's it's going to be a buy because it, there's, there's lots to like in this episode. Um, it's kind of one of those funny ones where, you know, I definitely put it in the buy category but I'm not sure it's one I'd kind of just chuck in randomly and, and put on the rotation. It's um, it's well acted. It, there's some cool stuff in it and some nice storylines. Um, um, and I think it kind of it's, it's an important character moment for Christian. Um, yeah, so it, it's kind of weird. Like it, it, it's definitely a buy, but in the same breath, it's kind of it's not one of those big standout episodes either. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, you can put in the buy category one way or the other. No, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I really do enjoy this episode, but I mean, it's, you know, compared to last week, when I said last week's a memorable episode, whether you like it or not, uh, this one really isn't going to be one you're going to be absolutely remembering all the time. But I mean, you know, I, I probably will just in case because I just really love the whole element of this flashback of the girls kind of being there. But um, yeah, I'm buying it too. I'm, I'm keeping the streak alive. I just... Just really enjoy this episode, and it's just to me, it's just yeah. I agree with everything you said, and I think kind of uh, it deserves to uh, be watched again, no matter you know how you kind of see it. And that I will say in terms of where I'm putting it overall in the grand scheme of things, uh, I'm putting it thirtieth out of uh, fifty six, uh, just ahead of Liz Cruz episodes. This is the second lowest episode I've got for this season, but I mean, I've bought every single one of these episodes, so. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, final three weeks go. Uh, I can almost guarantee you, though, that next week we'll probably keep the streak because we're at to reefer. Um, and I love this episode. I mean, I talked about sort of last season how I was not a fan of uh, Joy Kringle and sort of the Christmas episode that they did that uh, season, season three. It's kind of another Christmas episode. Uh, but I just, I don't know, there's just something about this episode I really like. I just love the fact that you have, uh, let's just kind of summarize this in the fact that Sean gets drunk and hooks up with a little person. Um, I mean, I'm trying to be politically correct there. I think that's correct. Uh, but he also basically does it as, is he an elf or Santa? He's Santa, isn't he? I haven't uh, watched it's his yet. So, drunken Sean as Santa hooks up with a little person who's an elf. So, yes. I mean, that in itself sells an episode, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I think, you know, I've, I've already watched this episode, um, and I think when I did, I sent you a little screen grab and said, I can't wait to talk about this, because it was just, you know, the, the look on Sean's face um, when he's when he's drunk, and, and um, you know, I don't want to spoil one of my quotes that I've got lined up for next episode, but it's a goodie, so um, this is one of those, it, it, I might be being a bit hyperbolic here, but I think this is one of the most underrated episodes ever of Nip Tuck because I think it's one, you know, like if somebody says to you, you know, name your kind of top five episodes, this one probably isn't front of mind, but it, it should be. It's really, really good. Um, and, you know, if you haven't watched it in a while, it's definitely one you're going to want to go back and watch and just enjoy it because it's got, it's got everything you love about Nip Tuck. You know, it's got those crazy comedy moments. Um, often from places you don't expect. Um, it's got some really, really kind of touching moments. Um, and then it's got some just absolutely crazy kind of 
um, out there, oh my god moments as well. So it's kind of got everything you want in a, in a good Nip Tuck episode. So um, not one I had remembered when I kind of thought about you know episodes in, in season four. Um, but yeah, I, I would think most people are going to love this episode if they haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. Um, so look forward to that next week. And in the meantime, remember you can, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe all the regular channels, leave us some feedback while you're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We'd very much appreciate that. Uh, theoznetwork.net. Remember to go there to find out, uh, all the episodes. You just need to click on the TV tab at the top and you'll see it drop down to Nip Tuck and you'll have all of these placed in the one area for you to watch. Uh, I believe that this might be our shortest ever episode we have ever done, Nick. Uh, this is actually crazy to think that, uh, this episode in itself is only just over half an hour uh so uh crazy to think that uh you know when when you're kind of on a roll with episodes and you don't really have a whole lot of negative things to say you generally find yourself talking less which is interesting so um i mean unless you want to shoot the shit for another half an hour that basically draws us to a close anything else you want to add i feel like we're going too short all of a sudden well, I think it probably says something about the human condition that we love to um, bitch and moan and we'll, we'll, we'll bend over backwards and spend lots of time talking about things we hate. Um, but when we find something we love, we quite often um, don't give it the love that it deserves. So um, I think this is probably, um, a, you know, I think I've kind of captured that in, in my my overall you know, discussion about it is that it is, it's a really good episode, but it's not one that requires a lot of explaining, really. Sometimes you just get ones that are like that, and, and this is one of them. Yeah. No, good good summary. I like that. That works. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll make it a bit longer somehow. Uh, my name is Ben, and you want the cock? I don't want the cock anymore. <laughs> and I'm Nick, and uh, you should have asked if I wanted the cock. I would have said yes. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. <laughs>